Welcome to Unadulterated Heart, where we come to God without an agenda so that we can hear exactly what he wants to say to us. In Matthew 18, Jesus says, Unless we change and become like little children, we will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Can we be honest with ourselves and evaluate how we approach the Father? Come join me on this journey as we unadult ourselves. There are a few things that set Christianity apart from the other false gods and religions out there. The part that I want to discuss today is how God put his own spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, to live inside of us. This is not a matter that we should just be nonchalant about. Listen to how Paul addresses the church in 1 Corinthians. To be honest, if he was alive today, sadly, I think he'd be addressing most of the American churches in this way today. I want to start in 1 Corinthians 2, and this is what Paul says. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness, and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. Now I'm going to show you how he's not talking about unbelievers right there. He's talking about them. He goes on in 1 Corinthians 3 and starts out, Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? And then here at the end of 1 Corinthians 4, it says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. What do you prefer? Shall I come to you with a rod of discipline? Or shall I come in love and with a gentle spirit? Oh, Paul. Paul also said in 1 Corinthians 1, Therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. So if Paul said that these gifts are for the people as they wait for Jesus Christ to be revealed, and he hasn't been revealed yet, then that means we still have these gifts today. So let's talk about what the gifts are. Now there are two different types we got the ministry gifts of the church, and then we got the manifestation of the Holy Spirit through the individual believers. So let's look at the ministry gifts of the church first. We got apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, deacons, helpers, administrators, encouragers, givers, and comforters. These are all backed by scriptures, so you can check it out. Then we got the manifestations of the Holy Spirit through individual believers. Let's talk about those. Message of wisdom, which is an utterance from the Holy Spirit applying God's word or wisdom to a specific situation. 
We got the message of knowledge, an utterance from Holy Spirit revealing knowledge about people, circumstances, or biblical truths. We got the manifestation of faith, healing. We also have miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. Now I'm looking at the article in my fire Bible. That's where I'm getting this information from and how it's all laid out. It gives specific examples of all of these gifts in the different scriptures. And I don't have time to go through all that, but we have already seen that Paul said that these gifts are obviously for today. If Jesus Christ hasn't been revealed yet, right? Let's jump over to Mark 16, when Jesus was resurrected and when he appeared to the eleven as they were eating. So he said to them, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. What he is saying is go and make disciples of everyone that you can. And then those disciples are supposed to go and make other disciples and keep preaching the good news. This is why the Great Commission is still for us today. We are supposed to still be going to all the world and preaching the good news to all creation. And it says here, that these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. First, let's, let's go back to the snakes and the poison. We're not supposed to test God in the way of just going and picking up a snake to see if he will save us. It's just that we don't have to fear. We do not have to fear. And the deadly poison, if we didn't know that something was poison and we drank it, we do not have to fear. But we shouldn't just go about drinking deadly poison. Let's take a look in Luke 9. It says here that when Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and heal the sick. Join me in a conversation with my friend Ashley about the power of God. You know, you can't put God in a box and define normal when Come it comes on. to the Holy exactly. Spirit. People get offended by that and want to say, well, then that's not God. Right. And, and, so it, you, and it's like, how do you know how God wants to pour out his spirit is how he wants to pour out his spirit. And the experience that you would have and I would have would be unique to our own personal intimate relationship with the father. Exactly. And so you cannot judge anybody else's experience with the father where whenever he's pouring out in your secret place or in a, a revival area at a church or, mm -hmm. you know, a meeting where mm -hmm. everybody's spirits are in one accord. I wonder, I wonder what the upper room looked like. Right. You know? Right. And they thought people were drunk. And he's like, this isn't that kind of drunk as you would think it is. Exactly. This isn't what you think it is. Right. And so sometimes when God shows up, he sometimes will purposely manifest in a way that offends us because he's no respecter of persons and he does what he wants and he shows up how he wants. And, and it's incredible, and sometimes it's intense and can be scary because you're like, what in the world is happening? And this is so intense. Like, Lord, you know, 
stay your hand because like ease up a bit right i can't take much more because i can't i feel like i'm gonna explode if i if i get much more right right it's like stepping into god's glory like moses was Mm -hmm. you know into that cloud yeah and so it's just it was just incredible to see how god's spirit moved on the children because there's no junior holy spirit yes there's one holy spirit and so what you have at 32 years old mm-hmm. and what you know a seven-year-old gets when you're filled with the spirit you're filled with the spirit absolutely and it's just incredible because like you said little children don't have a grid for faking it little children don't have a grid for this isn't supposed to happen and they also don't have unbelief exactly they're pure that is why he literally says if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven you will become like a child yeah and that is like that what that speaks to me and i talked about this before is like if we want to see kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven we're gonna enter in like a child yeah because the pure in heart will see the lord pure in heart what's more pure than a child Children have the ability to take you at your word. Mm, exactly. Imagine taking a truth and showing them and they believing and taking that truth and going through life holding on to that truth. Whereas, you know, as adults, it's harder to grasp certain things with all of our analyzing and things like that. And, and so, our intellect. Yeah. And that holds us back. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. It it clouds our judgment, I think. Uh, uh, that's what I talk about, too. It's, like, hard to unadult yourself. Right, right. It really is. So, But, like, with the help of Holy Spirit, I really, like, if you're hungry for childlikeness, mm-hmm. he's so excited to give that, you know? Yeah. And that's the season I'm in right now of, like, just entering into his presence purely as a child like literally whatever you want to do right now let's do it and those are the times of like breaking those are the times of shaking like those are the times of like complete surrender mm-hmm. where he's like sweet because i have a lot of like adulty stuff in you right now that i want to get out experiences <laughs> mindsets you know yeah. um strongholds all that that he's like listen let me tear these down so i can get my pure spirit up in there just filled with the power you know yeah so like my main point of this one is you know we're set apart we're set apart um as god's holy people we now have the living spirit of the father the creator of the universe living inside of us and that mind frame right there is powerful in itself thinking that almighty god put his own spirit inside of us Mm -hmm. and that we can walk out his miracle signs and wonders on the earth yeah because jesus said like these signs will follow those who believe when you talk to god more and more and more as you know like you just start to recognize his voice because he says that you know Mm -hmm. my sheep will hear my like know my voice and when we say we hear his voice it's Mm. not like we hear a different voice in Mm -hmm. our head the voice of the holy spirit sounds like us exactly because in the bible it also says that we are of one mind 
a sound mind. That's and it. And we have the mind of Christ. Yes. And so some people overanalyze it as if like, well, I can't hear the Holy Spirit. And like, how do you, you don't, I don't hear God. Or how do you hear God? Well, God's voice sounds like ours. Exactly. It's not like the sky has opened and <laughs> you will tell your mother this. Like, right. That's not how it is. It's, no. It's, it's, a, it's organic. And it yeah. just happens like a thought. It's just taking that intimate time with him. Mm-hmm. Spend it. It's all about intimacy. It all stems back to intimacy. It all goes back to that because that's where you learn his voice. Yeah. Is in the intimate moments. Well, even as you're talking about unadulterating and getting childlike and um, coming to the Lord like a child, so you can use it as a practical sense, whereas how we were saying that children just take you as their word. Childlikeness, taking God at his word. Absolutely. He doesn't overcomplicate it. No. He really doesn't. It is as simple as it says. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever he says, I put my spirit in you, yeah. these signs will follow those who believe. Yeah. That is what he means. And so I have myself taken that and I'm like, okay, so when I was learning how to move in in the spirit and like learning how to give words of knowledge and how to hear God's voice and stuff like this, I would help myself, I would say out loud, okay, God, from this point on, I'm shutting me down and anything that I have in my brain or feel in my body, I am taking it as you are showing me this and you are speaking to me and I'm in faith stepping out. And I, and that's how I began to learn to hear God's voice and to see his power actively move in the people that I prayed for. And I mean, I can tell you that the percentage of it being right was pretty high. And yes, there were times where I missed it, but it's like learning to walk. It's like, you know, you, you, you practice in a safe place and you also let people know like, Hey, I'm learning. Absolutely. So I might be wrong and I apologize if I'm wrong, but I'm learning to hear God's voice. But like, as I took those just basic, okay, God, this point on it's you. And, and that's how he and I really began to learn how to communicate with each other and in just a simple childlike practical way. Mm, That's fantastic. I think most, for most people, it's more fear or pride or sometimes even jealousy that, you know, they're seeing other people move and power and they don't have a specific gift. We're the body. You know, and we work together as yeah. one. Right. And what an insane revolution would it be if all the Christians got on board with his power, man? Mm-hmm. Could and you imagine? Realized. Yeah, well, it's like living your whole life with this, you know, multi million dollar inheritance and never spending a dollar of it because you didn't realize you had it. And literally, it was yours all along. Oh, man. And just never stepping into it. Yeah. Never opening up the treasure box. Yeah. That's right in front of you. Yeah. And that's why, like, one thing I love about God is that he's so fun. Oh. Because people are like, oh, well, church is boring and reading my Bible is boring and this is boring. Well, I don't I don't know what you guys do that are saying that. Mm. But, like, me and Jesus... Mm. we have some fun and we go on adventures like i have more fun walking with the lord than i ever did getting drunk 
or chilling with people or going to a club mm. or hanging out and and doing all of these things like me and Jesus hanging out and going on adventures and seeing transformation in people like when you actually see someone who's never been loved before mm. experience the the dunamis power of God's love come on and their entire being, like their entire body just changes when they encounter God because every cell of their being is being awakened to the power of God and the presence of his spirit. That you get and, to be a part of that. Yeah, like, God, you let me do this with you? Right. Like, me? Like, I screw things up. I say the wrong things. I say, I laugh at inappropriate times. Like, I am not the one yeah but you let you you still choose me like everyone else would 110 percent disqualify me from being a part of anything because one i am not mature enough i am not serious enough i am not smart enough i like and yet you let me be a part of this person experiencing your love come on really i was just chasing god for him Mm, so for the good. more that's exactly it that's that's what it's about and like this secret place like i always be like people would talk about the secret place the secret place so like i would literally walk around my house like where's this secret place i want to go in someone's secret place so i could see, see what okay, the secret yeah, place absolutely. looks like absolutely and literally it's just the place that you sit that you spend time with jesus no that's it i mean if riding bikes is your place in, in, in the time where like you're connecting with God, then your secret place is riding bike. If your secret place is driving in the car because it's the only time because you have kids that you have alone time sure. or like, you know, walking in nature, mm. doing dishes. We have to strengthen ourselves in the Lord is what the word says, right? Absolutely. You know, I can't rely on you, Rachel, to strengthen oh. me in the Lord. Just really looking for him to show me his love i would say lord i know that i'm supposed to love you and i know the correct answer is i love you but i actually don't know if my feelings match my words yeah what does it actually mean to love you and how does it actually look to love you mm. and so that was kind of like my prayer and and chasing after the lord and i also wanted to prophesy so and i wanted to know move in words of knowledge as i was beginning to learn and be exposed to them so i I got a lot of books by like Global Awakening. I know Randy Clark and Bill Johnson have a book on the essential power of healing. And basically in that book is an activation. Mm. And that's biblical because it says that these things are activated by the laying on of hands by the elders. Mm. But we live in a time and day where you can listen to a podcast. Mm. You can read a book. You can watch a sermon on YouTube. And God is not limited by time, space, uh, Absolutely. you know, proximity or oh, any of those yeah. things and so just by literally reading that book that in that activation he said some people just by reading this book have been activated in words of knowledge so i literally devoured the book in like a day 
And at the end of the book, I read the activation. I said, okay, Lord, there was like a prayer. Lord, activate me and begin to give me words of knowledge. We live in a day and age where there's so many resources that teach about this. I mean, 30 years ago, that was unheard of. And there was maybe one or two books that talked about the power of God, but they didn't really give you basic steps on how to move in it. And so now we're so fortunate that we have all of this material that is so amazing that these people's blood sweat tears and their ceilings then become our floor and so that's how a lot of how I broke into moving into the supernatural was just seeking God for him not the gift but the giver absolutely and then just learning and understanding these things and then stepping out like if I had read all of that material and never tried it it would have meant nothing. But I took those each thing that I learned, then I went and I tried it. And sometimes I failed. Um, he's been teaching me a lot about, obviously, his love and, like, pouring it out. And, like, when we learn how to love our neighbors as ourselves, we want to step out and those types of gifts and things like that to share with people because we want the love of God to be poured out on them in every way possible. One powerful thing that I learned on my journey that has really stayed with me is that it's what's your heart's motivation and what's your goal when you go to minister to somebody. Am I ministering to you because you're blind and I want to see your eyes open because I want to see a miracle? Mm-hmm. Or am I ministering and praying for your eyes to be open because in that process of your eyes being open, you encounter the one who is worthy, the mm-hmm. one who is love, the king of kings and, and the Lord of lords. What's my motivation? Absolutely. And so the the heart of everything we do when we reach out to people and pray for people the core of it has to be love and so um one thing I learned is that okay so maybe I pray for you and I didn't see a healing in what I prayed for but you walked away from that prayer feeling that Jesus loves you so much I did my job absolutely but so the goal is not the healing Right. It's the bonus. Yeah. The goal is that they encounter the love of Christ and get to know who Christ is. Absolutely. And so part of what the moving in the power, the gospel and power is that works help raise people's faith to believe that God is real and it leads them to Christ. But the healing is never the goal. It's the love of Christ and salvation. And the healing is like, the icing on the cake and encountering the love of God. You know, if we want to know God in the way of his miraculous powers and things that he's still doing on the earth today, because it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense if he's the God that was the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. If he's that God, why would he just stop doing miracles Mm-hmm. Yeah. when the Bible ended or whatever. And it never says in the Bible that these miracles are going to stop. No. It never said it that. It literally never says that. It says that the says things like the word is alive and active. And I think that the reason why people have that mindset of, oh, the certain gifts were only for the Bible and stuff like that is because there's, there's, they don't see it in their lives. So since it's not their experience, they just write it off. 
Right. But don't write off the power of God. Right. They are dumbing down the gospel to match their lack of experience. Right. And you can't limit God to your experience. And a lot of times people get disappointed and so they try to justify not seeing something happen. Absolutely. And so they begin to make up theology. They begin to make up doctrine. That's not truth. And so like a lot of times like pastors and and people will like try to sometimes they'll even blame the person. Oh, well, you didn't get healed of cancer because you have sin in your life. Right. You know, and so they start making up reasons to justify their experience when that is not the gospel at all. Right. It's just a place for us to grow. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we have to be careful not to limit God because then, you know, you will limit your experience with God when you can have the abundance, when you can experience the fullness. And that's what God wants for us. His heart is that we would be like a well-watered garden. That doesn't mean that we're going to have all the riches in the world. It doesn't mean we're going to have all the money. We're not going to have any storms or anything. What it means is that we're experiencing him in his fullness Mm. and as we experience him in his fullness as he fills us with the holy spirit for ourselves he pour the holy spirit rests on us to pour out to others exactly and it's good news it's such good news yeah it's like when did it turn into like mediocre news and or sometimes even bad news with the hell and brimstone stuff and if you want to see his miraculous works his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. Go after that thing. If you don't see it around you, seek after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He 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 likes it when we chase him because he'll let you catch him. Yes. Yeah. But he, of course he would. If you literally have not experienced it in your whole entire life, why not? Since you believe in him, why not just take a step of faith and go after the thing yourself? Like go seek it somewhere else. Like go to a conference. Go to go to a healing revival place. Like go go somewhere. Go to it. Find it. Like seek after it. Yeah. You know? Well, I would just say that anybody listening or anyone like you said that is doubting And even if you don't believe in God and you hear this and you're like, y'all are bat poop crazy. (laughs) Well, I would just encourage you and also challenge you. Say, Jesus, if you are real and all of the things that these nutballs are talking about are real, show me. I just pray that if you are truly seeking the Lord, that even if you are skeptic, even if you're just like, I don't even know if this is real. That God would prove himself true to you and that he would encounter you in ways you never experienced and that he would just literally walk into your bedroom and that you would see and experience Jesus Christ. Mm, Amen. And so in Jesus name, I'm in agreement for that. Yeah, absolutely. He can handle our skepticism. Absolutely. It's nothing. Ash, I would just like you to do like a simple, um, and I'll come in agreement with you, prayer over them, just like you did just now, like uh, with like him encountering, but like this time, like for the listeners to truly press in 
for for the miraculous signs and wonders of the Father and press in for, um, you know, uh, seeking Him, seeking His face, like you did, yeah. like I am, in a di- in in a new way, a fresh way, a deeper way. Holy Spirit, we just give you all of the glory and the honor that this podcast would reach everyone that you have marked and Mm. you have set out to hear and experience your truth, Father God. That it would even break barriers in witchcraft and people who are listening just out of of, um, a desire to catch somebody in a lie, Lord. That you Mm. would break every lie and uh, penetrate it with your truth, with your Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And Lord, that the people that are listening, that you would put a ravenous hunger within them to search you out, to seek you, to say, okay, one step at a time, show me who you are, God. And that you would encounter them in power, in glory, in majesty, in spirit, and in truth. Lord, that they would begin to encounter the powerful, the dunamis power mm-hmm. of your love. Mm-hmm. And as they encounter your love, Lord, that you would take them into the deeper places, that you would begin to show them the mysteries of of your kingdom. And Lord, I just pray for an activation in words of knowledge, in Mm. in prophecy, in healings, in in miracles, uh, Lord, and even in speaking in tongues, Father God, Lord, that people would would experience and that your Holy Spirit would fall on them to everyone within the sound of my voice even those that are that it's just playing in the atmosphere of that house that are mm. not even within listening lord because mm. you are not limited so we just say holy spirit come and go forth and move and draw those into you that you would stretch them mold them in any place where there is skepticism any place where there's fear that this is fake fear that they're going to fall into deception that you would also meet them there and that they can just come to you simply and ask you and you can show them the truth of what it is they're asking you father god so i just bless everyone that is listening to this podcast and i just bless rachel for for how she's obeying you god and giving you your yes and that her heart is for people to encounter your love first and foremost and that everything else is the icing on the cake and so lord we ask for the icing to be thick to be heavy and to be like the best icing we've ever had as we encounter your love jesus and so we just say yes and amen yes god in jesus name amen in ephesians it says that i pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Jesus is coming back for an awake and vibrant bride that is walking in the fullness of their inheritance. Let's wake up and walk out in power and love to see his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. See you next time.